There's something about being in front of a classroom full of students, teaching, encouraging, hopefully empowering, that lights my soul on fire and brings so much passion and purpose to my heart. This past week, I felt so myself, completely in my element, back in the classroom as I make my way through year nine of teaching. I love sharing moments throughout the day with some of my most favorite type of individuals in the world, the students. Therefore, today on the Best Day Podcast, I am combining two of my loves into one. Today, I am sharing a message straight from my heart directly to the students out there, sharing advice to students from a teacher on how to make this next school year great. Know a student in your life? Well, this episode is for them, and I have a feeling it is going to be good. What are you waiting for? Let's get this started, friend. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do list and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 25 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, hello. Hi, friend. How are you? Can you believe this is episode 25? That's insane to me. And I am just so excited. I have been finding so much joy every single week when I sit down to plan out and record and share my heart through the mic. And I just want to thank you sincerely for being here. I am so excited about this week's episode as it truly is a slice of my heart and more. As many of you know, I am a teacher. That is my number one job requirement. That is what I spend most of my time doing. And I am in the middle of my ninth year teaching. And so much of who I am and the person that I am is truly because of my time spent not only as a teacher, but all the years before that as a student. And this episode is directly for the students out there. I just spent the past week doing all of the first week of school things from a teacher perspective. And so for any teacher out there listening, you know exactly what that is like. And my oh my, I completely forgot how exhausting the first week of school is. I was talking with coworkers all week. Our first day of school was on Monday. So we get a full five days within the first full week of school. And I just feel like that should not be allowed. I feel like Thursday is the prime day to start a semester. That way you have Thursday, you have Friday, and then you have a weekend to recover before the next week. But that is not the case, not where I teach. We started on a Monday and had five full days, and I can tell you, all of us, teachers, students, 
Every single individual in the school building was struggling by the end of the week, but it was a good week. It was such a good week. I'm currently teaching seniors and juniors and my classes so far, just my first week impression of my classes are that they are amazing. I love the vibe. I love the personalities. It's such a good feeling to me and I'm already so incredibly excited for the semester In the school that I teach at, we get new students and new classes every semester. So I'm definitely excited for these next 17 weeks with over, I guess, over 100 students that I currently am teaching within each day. So it's going to be good. So if you're my teachers out there listening, you got this. If you have not yet started and you are still enjoying sweet summer, enjoy those few weeks. And I am Truly wishing you the best as you move towards a brand new school year. Well, this episode is for the students out there. Now, I want to give a quick little disclaimer because, yes, this episode is for students and it's back to school advice from a teacher to students of things that I really truly feel in my heart are worth sharing as students gear up for a brand new school year. So, whether you are a grade school student, whether you are secondary, whether you are in college or even continuing on your education post-graduate, I truly hope that this list of nuggets of wisdom, as I'm calling them, can be something that you truly find to resonate with your heart and to encourage you. Now, this is a list that I have, you know, poured my heart out into as a words of advice from a teacher to a student. But the truth is the 15 tidbits I have planned within this quick episode can actually be applied to every human in their walk of life. While my conversation will definitely be tailored to the students and how to use these 15 things to have a fantastic semester and school year, I'm also pretty confident that even if you're not the student, listening to this episode, well, there are still nuggets of wisdom for you too. So don't skip out on this one just yet. Just because you might not be a student, I believe there is definitely something your heart and soul can be encouraged by here for you too. And of course, if you do have a student in your life and you would like to share this episode with them, especially if you find it encouraging and resonating with you on a deeply personal level, it means the world to me. The biggest compliment for you to give myself within the podcast is to simply share the episode or episodes with a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to get straight to the point here. I'm sharing 15 tidbits of advice from a teacher to students. I sat down with my heart of hearts today and really kind of went through what are the things that I want students of America, students of the world to hear right now in this very moment as they get ready and gear up for a brand new semester and a brand new school year. Now, I feel like I also should say that I am a very big believer in encouraging with words and using words to inspire and to build people up and make people feel good. That's really what you are going to find here on the podcast. It's also what you're going to find a lot of within my own classroom. So my hope here are that these 15 tidbits of advice can do just that, that they can be empowering, they can be encouraging, that they can truly provide 
a little motivation for those that are really wanting to let this school year be different. Those that are really wanting this school year to be the school year that makes a difference in your personal life. All right. So if you're looking for a little more, if you are wanting to not necessarily do better from a numerical grade standpoint, but really be a better version of yourself by fulfilling more of the boxes that make you you, well then here's 15 tidbits of advice from a teacher to students. Number one, communication. I think it's so incredibly important to set the precedent for a brand new school year, a brand new semester with upholding a standard of quality communication. I tell my students very often, communicate, communicate, communicate. It goes such a long way to establish that communication up front, even if it's just through sending an email, even if it's just through clarifying a question later on, even if it's past the class, even if it's past the class session. I always tell my students that, hey, if you are missing, if you're absent, I get concerned. I worry. I want to know what's going on and want to make sure everything is okay. So it goes such a long way to send an email, letting your teacher know, hey, I am not here today. I'm actually out sick. I would love to know what we did in class. Is there any way you can share with me what we did during the day? And I will make up it as soon as I can. Having quality communication is so important. Communication with your teacher, communication with your family, communication with your peers. We live in such a digital world where all of our forms of communication can be largely abbreviated. So it's really important to go back to the roots and to say, you know what, I'm going to send an actual email and I'm going to address my teacher by their formal teacher name and write in complete sentences, proper punctuation, all the good stuff. So number one advice, communicate, 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 and start that off on the right foot, the very beginning of the school year, very beginning of the semester. And of course, that communication is also verbal communication, right? It's not just through email. It's also through how you present yourself, how you talk to one another and having that strong communication. Walk into class. Good morning, your teacher's name. How are you today? How's it going? Thank you for class. Have a great day. Now, I'm saying these things because I feel so lucky to teach at an amazing school and my students do just that. They ask how I am. They tell me thank you at the end of the class period. They wish me a great day. And from a teacher perspective, that makes all the difference in the world. It gives me life. I feel so good when I hear those conversations. So number two, organization. I feel like it goes without saying that in order to have a successful school year, great semester, you really want to own your organization. You want to really have a system for keeping things where they belong, knowing exactly where your pen or pencil or highlighter is at all times, knowing exactly where your notes belong in your notebook, knowing where your homework assignment is, where the syllabus is, where the unit overview is, so you can look at the date of the upcoming assignments. You want to have a clear system of organization from the very beginning. This is going to help you so much throughout your school year. So spend the five to 10 minutes at the beginning of the semester actually organizing your things organizing, whether it's a binder, folders, spiral notebook, whatever your thing is, spend the time now organizing it so you can be successful the whole year ahead. Trust me, it makes such a difference when you feel secure and confident that you know where everything is. Number three, plan ahead. 
All right, yes, students of America, let's take this as a time to really think on and almost make an agreement with yourself that, you know what, I am going to give a really solid effort to not procrastinate. Okay. And again, I said a solid effort to not procrastinate. I'm not asking you to not do it completely because I'm a high school teacher. I totally get it. I know what happens. But I think it's important as you start your school year to really have an honest conversation with yourself and think, you know, I'm really going to give a solid effort to work on actually planning ahead and taking the time to sit with a planner, your agenda, your calendar, and looking through assignments and see what is coming up so I know how to be successful. You really don't want to wait for the last moment to do things. You're not really giving yourself the ability to do things well if everything is last minute because things are going to come up. You're going to be exhausted. If you save anything for the middle of the night, you're going to fall asleep and you're just not really giving yourself the best chance to succeed. So please plan ahead. Make a super small change by just taking the time to sit down with your syllabus and sit down with all the important events and dates and assessments and major assignments that are due and write them down ahead of time. One of my favorite things to do as a student, I remember in college, as soon as you started the semester, it was a few days before the first day of school and your teachers already had loaded the basic information in the online portal. And... I would grab my planner, I would grab a new package of pens, highlighters, and I would sit down and from the very beginning, before I even showed up on day one, I would have my entire agenda color coordinated with when every single major assessment, test, essay was going to take place. And it was amazing because I could know ahead of time when weeks would be more challenging, but I would also know when weeks would be easier. And that was always super important. If you know that, okay, the middle of October, I have all of my midterms, it's going to be a crazy week, but the week after that, I don't have any major assessment and it's going to be a breeze. So plan ahead. Take the time now to plan ahead to be successful. If you can figure this out now, it is going to pay dividends in the future of your life because you are going to get things done way ahead of time and save yourself less stress. Number four, wake up earlier. Yes, find a way to wake up a few minutes earlier, even if it's just setting a goal to wake up five minutes before you normally do. Start there and then maybe after you do that for a while and you get a hang of it, try 10 minutes earlier, 15. Figure out how can you spend time in your morning to carve out the things that you want to do to start the day off on the right foot. Do you want to make sure you actually have time to fully brush your teeth and wash your face and maybe even tidy up your room before you leave. And I know you're thinking to me, we're students. (laughs) That's not what we're worried about, but that's your environment. That's where you live. You want to make sure that you can return home at the end of the day to a room that is inviting, that is going to allow you to feel good about getting your work done and studying because it's a clear space free of distractions. All right. The less cluttered your space can be, the less cluttered your mind can be. So try to wake up earlier and fill the morning parts of your day with things that you know that you need to be able to do really, really well. All right, so wake up earlier and see what happens with your day-to-day schedule. Number five, eat breakfast. 
Again, I have a lot of conversations with my students quite a bit, so I'm pretty well aware of the, hmm, let's just say the less of a preference people put to actually choosing to eat breakfast day in and day out. You're going to want to eat breakfast. You need to jumpstart your body, jumpstart your mind, fuel yourself the right way to really gear up for a full day ahead of you especially if you are an athlete, if you are doing multiple things other than just going to school, you really want to make sure you are fueling yourself the way that your body needs and deserves to be fueled. So start by actually eating breakfast. And if you wake up earlier, this is going to help make sure you have time to do so. So eat breakfast, wake up earlier, plan ahead, organize, communicate. Okay, that brings me to number six. Number six, unplug. I know. It's easy. It's more comfortable to just sit there on your phone, listen to your AirPods, kind of just tune the rest of the world out and be in your own little world. Trust me, some days that's all I want to do too. But enjoy being in a setting where you're around other people your age. Enjoy the community. Enjoy the conversation. Unplug, turn off your phone or put on focus mode, right? Take your AirPods out, have a conversation with somebody, get to know somebody near you, unplug and make a priority to do so more often, more often in the day and watch what happens, especially unplug during your class time, right? You don't need to be on your phone. If you are the one that is constantly typing notes on your computer in college, just Minimize all the other browsers. Really set up a work display mode where you're only focusing in on the actual lecture that's being presented. I know it's hard. It's so easy to get distracted, but really like allow yourself to utilize the time when you're in class to 100% devote your attention to the class. And if you do that, you're going to end up finding, you're going to find out that you spend less time outside of class having to study because you remember more of the information because you're more focused. Okay, so number seven, set goals. Every single semester, I start the year off by handing my students a goal sheet. I ask them to write down a long-term goal and then three short-term goals. It's so important as humans to set goals for yourself. You need to know what it is you're working towards. If you say, well, I just want to be a good student, well, what does that good student mean for you? Do you want to have a certain grade? Do you want to turn in assignments on time? Do you want to study multiple days in advance before an assessment? You want to make sure the goals that you establish for yourself are measurable so you know whether or not you are exceeding them. So set goals and really kind of check in with yourself to see how am I doing? Am I getting this done correctly or am I failing? And if I'm failing, what's a way to adjust the goal to help myself actually accomplish more and and reach that potential where I'm trying to go. Number eight, prioritize sleep. Prioritize sleep. If you only listen to one thing throughout this entire episode, please, people, you have to get more sleep. You can't try to do it all. You can't operate on minimal sleep because your body cannot function that way. When you operate on minimal sleep, your brain is not able to function at its top-notch prime, which means you're not going to be able to focus in class You're not going to be able to perform on your athletic field. You're not going to be able to really give yourself the opportunity to be the most talented, 
advanced individual that you're capable of being because you're not letting your body rest and recover and reset. You need sleep, prioritize sleep. And actually prioritize sleep before midnight. The sleep before midnight, when your body is sleeping before midnight, that is the most beneficial sleep to your body. It helps reset your entire internal body clock. And that's really, really important, okay? So prioritize sleep, see if you can go to bed. And if if trying to go to bed before midnight is like earth shattering to you and you're thinking this is a complete revolution, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this, then make a goal. Okay, 11.30, lights out, 11.30, I'm gonna go to bed at 11.30. And just see what those 30 minutes of time before midnight can do for you. And you're gonna find that it's easier to wake up earlier by going to bed earlier. Number nine, take care of you. You are important. Your health matters. Your mental health matters. Your feelings and your emotions and how you are doing matter. How you handle stress matter. Yes, grades are important, but your health is the most important. And you need to make sure you put that as a priority for yourself this school year, please. And trust me, this teacher is telling you this. I am a teacher and I will tell you that my students' health is the most important thing. I have conversations. I try to have conversations all the time about making it a priority to take care of you and to incorporate parts of your day where you can not be fully involved and devoted to either schoolwork or assignments or responsibilities and do things that make you you go outside take a walk listen to music relax talk to a friend spend time with your family snuggle your dog figure out what it is that you need to really reset yourself and allow you to feel encouraged and to feel loved and make a point every day to do those things you have to take care of you you have to it is so essential and trust me your teacher's want you to take care of you. If you are extremely stressed out and overwhelmed by so many things, it's okay to look at all the things you have to do and pick the one that's the most important. Pick the assignment that is weighted the most value. And it's okay to prioritize. It's okay to occasionally not get something done because your health matters more. And you need to make sure you are getting the sleep and taking care of yourself and your body the way it needs to be taken care of. Please, please, please take care of you. Okay. Number 10, know that your teacher believes in you and wants what is best for you. One of my favorite things to tell my students every single year is that I believe in them and that I want them to succeed, not necessarily in a I want you to do amazing in this class, but I want you to succeed as a human. I want you to thrive as a human. If you're a teacher, you are there. You've signed up for the job because you have a crazy passion for helping kids. And, you know, I'm sure there's some teachers that recent events and the last several years of education have maybe shifted a little from that in their heart. But at the deep down root of it all, teachers get into this occupation for the students. It's not about themselves. Trust me. (laughs) Okay. There's a lot of factors there that show it's really deep down, truly about being there for the students. So know that your teacher believes in you and wants the absolute best for you. 
and that we've signed up to help you get there. So trust us a little. Number 11, take a step out of your comfort zone. I know it's hard, especially when you're a younger student and you are still in, say, high school, haven't quite yet left the house, not quite yet spread your wings and fly, but it's hard when you are more often in an environment that's a security environment, right? Where you're near family and friends and places that you consider to be safe spaces. It's hard in that situation to actually take a step out of your comfort zone, but number 11, take that step. See what happens. See what happens when you take a risk, when you reach out to somebody that you're not friends with, but you feel like you have something in common and you want to, you know, have a new relationship in your life or take a step out of your comfort zone when you want to try something you've always thought would be so fun and you want to try out for that team or you want to really spend the time pursuing a hobby or a passion of yours that you have and you're worried about what the world might think. Take a step out of your comfort zone. Learn the thing you're afraid to learn. Reach out to the person that you aren't sure if you should truly reach out to, right? Now, of course, when I am saying take a step out of your comfort zone, I want you to be very clear that I am not telling you to go into the danger zone, right? There's a very clear line between things that are actually not good for you and dangerous for you that you should avoid. A lot of times we sit in our comfort zone and we don't grow as humans because we want to feel safe. Safe in a sense of, I don't want to fail. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want to be pushed. But when you actually take a step out of that comfort zone and say, you know what? I am going to sit in the uncomfortable. I'm not going to worry about what the world thinks. It's going to be hard. It's going to be work. It's going to feel awkward at times, but I'm going to do it. All right. I am actually going to do it. If that means waking up earlier so you can exercise or you can spend time connecting with a younger sibling or, you know, what is it that you know you would like to bring to your life, but is a little awkward and challenging to get there by taking a step out of your comfort zone, that's going to allow you to do that and thrive. And it's amazing. Okay. It's absolutely amazing. Kind of for me, this podcast recording episodes, doing this whole new podcasting world for me, that's taking a step out of my comfort zone. Okay. And I can tell you, when you are out of the comfort and in that discomfort, yes, it's going to feel a little cringy, but my goodness, you're going to be so dang proud of yourself for doing it. All right. Number 12, we're almost done. Get excited. Be excited. Have joy. Be pumped up and thrilled to learn and to have new experiences and new teachers and new classmates and a new adventure. Learning is fun. Being a student is fun. I loved being a student. Okay. So get excited. The more excited you can get about the things in front of you, the more awesome of a journey it's going to be. Number 13, be in the moment. Okay. I also love sharing this with my students. It can be so, so tempting to focus on the month ahead, right? The due date ahead, the deadline that's coming up, the dance, the game, the next break right? Especially as a teacher going back to school in August, you're like, okay, um, school starts. Awesome. Now let's focus on fall break. Let's focus on getting ready for fall. Let's focus on Thanksgiving. Let's focus on, you know, football season, the holidays. It's easy to look at all the fun things coming up, but if we look so much ahead, we forget 
the current moment and we lose the gift of being alive in the present day. Be in the moment. Focus on how you feel in the moment. Focus on your relationships in the moment. Focus on being with your people and connecting with the people who mean the most to you in the moment. As a teacher who teaches high school seniors that are on the cusp of graduating and having their world completely change, and that's so exciting and wonderful, but also as a teacher who is a mom and has a one-year-old at home, I find this such an amazing life lesson for me where I see my seniors at school and how excited they are for the future. And I look at my sweet son at home and I realize, man, this is going to go by fast. One day he'll be in their shoes. It's a constant reminder for me to be in the moment. So every day I treasure the moments. I treasure where I am. I treasure life lived with my family and my son. I spend the time fully alive where I am in this moment because I know that that is the biggest gift of all. So I encourage you throughout this semester and this school year, as easy and fun as it is to focus on the future and think about what's going to happen, be so present and excited in your moment right now and find peace and a confidence in that. Number 14, stress less. Please stress less. This is a teacher telling you with every part of me, you don't need to stress as much as you do. Now, right, I'm sure teachers out there are like, okay, well, there's some students that probably could care a little more. That's different. I'm telling you, stop stressing. One of my favorite things to share with my seniors on the weeks that are the hardest and the most anxiety-filled, stress-heavy weeks, it's usually when all the scholarship and college deadlines and midterm and all the things are happening, right? I share with them five years from now, 10 years from now, their future self, your future self is not going to look back on your life as a high school student, as a college student and say, you know what? You should have stressed more. You should have spent more time worried about that test or worried about that grade. That is not the conversation your future self is going to have with you. If anything, if anything at all, your future self is going to say, hey, you actually should have stressed less. You should have actually gone to bed earlier. You should have not been so worried about that grade or that assignment. And you should have breathed deeper and spent more time connecting with your family and your friends and just enjoying the moment as you were living in it. Stress less. Your future self is going to thank you so much for this. Because in five years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to be walking in this life that you can't recognize right now because you aren't there yet. The person that you are going to become, you're not there yet. You're along the path. You're along the process. You're in that journey and it's going to be amazing. And once you reach that future self, that future self, if anything, is going to wish your current self stressed just a little less. And finally, number 15, the last thing on the list, empathy. You want to have a heart that is full of compassion and empathy for the world around you. It can be easy as a student to focus on you and focus on your world and your problems. It can be easy as a human, heck, for focusing just on your own things. But we miss out on the meaning of life. We miss out on the purpose that we are called to as human beings if we can't have empathy for others. So this year, as much as you're going to focus on your own assignments, your own task, lead with a heart that is empathetic for the world around you and truly go about each day 
trying to help make the world of other people in your own life better because you're in it. Know that your interactions with others have the ability to completely make or break somebody's day. So let the words you speak and let the conversations you have encourage, build one another up, and leave each interaction with every single human being a better person for having that interaction with you. Be empathetic, care, and let compassion lead the way. Well, those are the 15 nuggets of wisdom that I have for you from this teacher for the students out there truly wishing and hoping and believing that this school year is going to be amazing, that you are going to have an incredible school year, and that I'm cheering you on and supporting you every single step of the way. As always, I want to recap the 15 tidbits of advice. So we started with communication, number two, organization, three, plan ahead, four, wake up earlier, five, eat breakfast, six, unplug, seven, set goals, eight, prioritize sleep, nine, take care of you, 10, know that your teacher believes in you and wants what is best for you. 11, take a step out of your comfort zone. 12, get excited. 13, be in the moment. 14, stress less. And 15, have empathy. As always, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved, if you felt connected to anything that I shared with you, it means the world always if you want to share the message along and share this episode with a friend tag it on your Instagram stories. I am cheering you on every single step of the way. And I mean that from the deepest layer of my heart, wishing you the best, not just today, but every single day. And I cannot wait to do this again next week with you on the podcast. Until then, have the best day, friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.